0: You are listening to Metal Shops Backstage Pass. What's ah!
1: up? We're back. Metal Shops Backstage Pass. Back from, uh... Man, we just did a lot of
2: interviews. That's all it was. I, that, swear. I, I like to think that, honestly, these are, uh... When we have our interviews, that's also kind of, like, bonus content for the podcast. It's pretty much mini-podcasts. And sometimes it's more important than the podcast, to be honest. Sometimes it's like, hey... We got this badass, like Demon Hunter, last week. That was an hour yeah. long interview that with those cool. guys. So you're either a huge fan of Demon Hunter, you went, man, I just want to listen to these guys talk a little bit of shit. Or, or maybe that's just me, or both. It's all. It's an interesting interview, though. Even if you don't like Demon Hunter, they had some really cool stuff to say about the Northwest metal scene, about creating art. Oh yeah, of course, of course. and uh, all that good stuff. Anyways, was Metal Shop is going to talk. Backstage about. Pass. My name's Kevin Deers. Yo, I'm Ian Reese.
3: Yo, I'm the Beard.
2: Hello,
1: hey! Hi. It's been a little while, man. Episode it's, uh, what? One twenty-eight. Yeah, cool, man. One twenty-eight. Uh, I think our fir- first, second, first interview or uh, official cast of twenty nineteen,
2: something like that. But you we know, we survived
1: like, that wacky ass snow apocalypse or whatever they called that.
2: That's true, man. Like <laughs> like I said though, there's a ton of uh, a ton of awesome interviews to go back. And uh, I think we started the year off with an interview with uh, Brian from Zabulba, and he's doing cool stuff. So. Definitely check that out, and uh, there's a lot to look at. Yeah. Go back and listen to all of our interviews, okay? All right.
1: So clearly, all three of us are still uh, alive.
2: Yeah. Well, I just
1: got a burrito delivered and choked on it.
2: Semi. Ryan has been busy as hell, and, and usually every week I'm like, Ryan, how you doing? He's like, tired. But I've been really noticing it lately, dude. You are tired beyond tired.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm not doing so well. I've, <laughs> oh no. I've had a nosebleed for two weeks straight. I'm not sleeping well. Uh, I've noticed my beard hair's been starting to fall out a little bit. What? So, I kinda, yeah. I, your okay, gimmick's you gotta, starting to fade. Uh, you
1: gotta start taking your vitamins, man.
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a few days off. Good. Coming up in a week or two.
1: Alright, yeah, well. you need to. I know Pound's been working really hard. He did a couple of trips. Uh, yeah, you in guys In the middle of the snowy, hellish landscape. Yeah, give yeah. us
3: a little bit of a rundown about your, uh, your mini tour, man. Well, you know, it's, uh. We've been working really hard trying to establish some connections down in the Bay Area since it's such a pain in the tail to book. And so, you know, now that we finally met some people and have a chance to get down there, we really wanted to firm up the connections and, you know, shake those hands, get our faces in front of some people before we start doing some longer runs. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just went down for a, for a quick short run with our friends in Steak Sauce Mustache. Now our label mates. I'm very excited about that. It's uh they joined up with Silent Pendulum to release their new album, Superwoke. It's a great record, and that band has to be one of the most unique live shows I've ever seen. Really? Steak sauce mustache. Yeah, it's all just weird face masks, uh, balloon fights, lots of pool noodles fights in the mosh pit. Having um, a good time off. Yeah, but st- is
1: the music good?
3: The music is great. Okay. The music is good. That makes good. the
1: biggest, the biggest difference, obviously. Yeah,
3: it's really gnarly Dillinger Escape Plan style math core. Except a lot of fun. Like, they do a wall of hugs instead of a wall of death. <laughs> so everybody runs at each other and just hugs each other. That's uh, kind of genius. Yeah, it's it's really a lot of fun. The guitarist likes to jump on people's shoulders and ride them around like stallions. It, it's it's really, really a Are good Are these time.
1: guys young? Are they younger guys? No. <laughs> no?
3: <laughs> They're just spry. They're very still spry. able to move around. Damn, dude. Yeah. Right, well, that's, that's awesome.
2: Man. You got stuck for a couple days in the snow. How did you pass your time, man?
3: Oh, uh, we were hanging out in Bend. Shout out to uh, Garrett from Lovecraft Collective. Yeah. If uh, you're trying to play some shows down in Bend, Oregon, I highly recommend doing it. It's a lot of fun. That, you know, Garrett really busted his tail. He got 70 people in the door on cool. a Sunday night. Yeah. So, damn, know, we can't even do that around here, half right? Time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. So, you know, go check out some of the smaller towns that uh yeah, yeah. that'll actually show up and appreciate you coming through. Can
1: I just throw out a huge, gigantic F-
3: you, Ryan, because you called
1: me from Eugene at Chiba Hut. <laughs> <Chiba laughs> He knows this is my favorite sandwich place. Pot-themed restaurant. And he called me and goes, hey, man, guess where I am? And I just,
3: oh!
2: (laughs) You knew it. I knew before even, and you didn't even bring me
3: back one. I was like, yo, I'll pay you for an ice chest. Do you think that would actually, like, travel well? You think it would actually? It would probably be the worst thing ever. I I would. I would have done it for him, but we we got stuck in the snow. Uh, Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But So so, so so here's here's my move. (laughs) Did you do it, or did you just eat it when you were stuck in the snow? Oh, I ate it.
1: Oh, you son of a bitch. So
3: here's my move when I go there now. Instead of ordering the big sandwich, because I messed up. I did that the first time. I just ordered a big-ass sandwich. Oh. And that's not not the way to go. (laughs) That's not how you do it. When you go there, you get the little sandwiches, and you get, like, five of them. Oh, So that way you can have a taster of the whole menu. And you can fully
1: piss off the entire staff of stoned-ass individuals. Exactly. Hey, Chiba Hut, though, for real, there's, like, three locations. If there were ever to be, like, a franchise I would want to open up in Washington, of all places, it would be Chiba Hut. I think there's one in Denver, one in Eugene, and one in Tempe, Arizona,
3: and of it's, all places. It's not just about the theme, either. Like, those restaurants are good. Like, the sandwiches They're are good. awesome. It's and they really got good. Kool-Aid on tap. They got Kool-Aid on tap, <laughs> and on top of that, they have Cap'n Crunch Rice Krispie Treats. Ooh! Oh. God damn it. And like, Cocoa Puff Rice Krispie Treats. <sighs> so oh good.
2: God. That sounds amazing. Uh, and on the end of that, <laughs> you guys came back, and you just announced that you're going to be coming out with a second album.
3: Yeah. So, uh, what's the deal, dude? That'll oh, be this coming is pound out. Pound hour. That will be coming out in May on Silent Pendulum Records. That's awesome. That's man. coming up pretty, pretty fast. Yeah.
2: And you guys just got what, like fifty thousand views or something? Uh, ten thousand views. Ten thousand views, man. Ten yeah, thousand views.
1: Plus, on your you're first opening video. up for the Psychopathic Cannibal Corpse tour. With gorod. cannabis corpse. and Gorod, oh, yes, thank you, Cannabis Corpse. Yes, yep, that's good a difference.
3: that's going to be lots of fun. Um, a show with the homies, our friends in Gorod. You know, uh, Phil from Municipal Waste is yeah. going to be playing in Cannabis Corpse. Um, oh yeah, that's uh, his band. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a homie fest. So you know, if you're looking for a really really fun party where everybody knows each other, that's the one to come to. Be a part of the family.
1: Cool. Well, good good moves for pound man. It's well, been going going well for you.
2: How you been, Ian? I mean, you've been staying busy. Your uh, your girlfriend went went back. Yeah, uh, she went back home. Went uh, back she, home, but
1: she's back overseas, and so hopefully we'll be seeing her in the fall again. So it's time to like start getting back down to business, especially with all these shows. My bands. I I'm sure people will be hearing this after the fact. But my band's playing a show tomorrow. Uh, with Iron Sheik, one of my favorite bands at El Corazon. So, so
2: let's talk about your band change. Your name change. You guys officially changed names. Yeah, it
1: was June Bugs, and there's another band from Portland called the June Bugs. Uh-huh. And Apple. so people would be tagging the other band or mentioning they're like, like uh, was there beef? Hey, nah, no, there wasn't beef. And actually, it was kind of, uh, kind of. They were really nice about it. But the, like the thing that just really pushed it over the line is when, if you share a band name with another band, mm-hmm. and I'm sure people here have at some point. Uh, you start getting somebody goes somebody that you're like kind of friends with or a family member goes, dude, I checked out that video. It's really cool. Not my band. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, that's the number one thing where it's like, all right, just t- time to separate yourself. So Steve, one day, uh, li- he likes the hallucinogens, and I'm just gonna say this. Oh, he's never gonna hear it. You okay. he, motherfucker loves acid, right? All right. So he loves acid. And one day, I think he was, like, in, in his living room or at the cabin that they have out, out in, uh, you know, out central Washington. A cabin of wondrous Right. And so he was sitting there. Activities. Both of his dogs and his wife were just sitting there snoring their asses off. And he goes, oh, loud sleepers. You guys are just a bunch of loud sleepers. I know I am. Tyler is. So is uh, Steve. And I think Blake is, too. He pisses his girlfriend off. So we're just loud sleepers now so that's that's how it is so we'll see how that goes over but I, it just wasn't worth the impending like uh the idiotic dumb internet battle we'd have to right. have with this other band so
2: so loud sleepers yeah the loud sleepers but kevin what's been going on with you i know you've been working hard too you've been working on loud and local and- yeah i've been keeping busy with loud and local uh had a lot of good bands up actually all the uh interviews are up on kisw as well uh i've officially st- I think we just did episode 10 of the Jabroni Journal. Nice. It's a bi-weekly uh, wrestling podcast I do with Cody Von Whistler, who's on 1077 The End, also is the voice of 321 Battle. Yep. Uh, and last night at Defy, I uh, got into a new role of backstage uh, interviewer. So. Oh, snap. So I've been doing that for a little while, but we're switching it up a little bit, and we're kind of doing uh, something different. We're in the uh, talks about doing some uh, exclusive Patreon content for Defy. So Nice. So keep uh, updated with that, Defy and uh, 321 battle both awesome wrestling companies in the northwest if you don't like wrestling it's still just fun to go and watch some crazy and watch some dudes just uh beat the out of each other and drink some beers and watch some goofy stuff absolutely and it's it's the vibe of a punk rock show man you, you never know what's gonna happen and uh it's like uh it, it's awesome man it's a good time you yeah, guys you it, can vouch for it Ian. absolutely you're it's not fun. a huge wrestling fan anymore t- i mean like not you,
1: anymore you, but i you was love going
2: i grew up in it and so it's
1: one of those other things too fun date night exactly you know and you can test out if your potential partner is worth their salt, if they can make you through uh, one of the one, two, three battles or a defy. And it's just fun, man. It's a good reason to put a smile on your face. So Absolutely. Check that and out. And it's
2: still real to me, damn it.
1: Amen. All right. You know what, gentlemen? Uh, we can check back up in the in the weeks to come, but let's, uh, let's check in on the week's activities. Weeks, uh, maybe a couple last weeks, but this week especially, you know, 2019 is kicking off. So uh, let's check in and talk about the world of music, right. heavy I'll, music especially. I'll
2: start it off, man. And this yeah. is unfortunate news. On Monday, we found out that the uh, vocalist for The Prodigy, which is kind of an industrial electronic group, a lot of us remember them from Firestarter, Breed, Smack My Bitch Up. The Fat of the Land was a huge record. I still remember seeing their videos, the censored videos on MTV back in like 1997, 96. Oh, yeah. And uh, their vocalist, Keith Flint, passed away at the age of 49 years old. Apparently, it was a suicide and... Uh, the band is going to be taking a hiatus from touring, obviously, and uh, <laughs> very, very sad. So that he was found at his home in Essex, England, on Monday morning, March fourth.
1: And he, I think it was found by one of his bandmates. Too, yes, well. it was. And they, it took a, about a day and a half to, for them to report. Yes. So then they, uh, the police also said no, no suspicious, uh, you know, activity was suspected. No so. foul play and whatnot. Right, right. So he clearly took his own life. His wife was overseas in Japan, um, <clears throat> so he was at home alone. It's a bummer, man, to see. And uh, how old was he again? Like late 40s? 49. 49, 49 years yep. old? Damn. He's very young. It seems to be a bit of an epidemic, man. So rest in peace to, to you. Keith Flint. Uh, yeah, Keith Flint. Um, hell yeah. Uh, I, while we're just talking about it, Vinnie Paul last year, man, 54 years old, had a major, major heart attack. And uh, hell yeah, just announced that they're going to be playing a special one-night-only concert coming up this May. It's called the, A Celebration of the Life of Vinnie Paul. Uh, Saturday, May 11th, at the House of Blues, Las Vegas. I bet that'd be great. Oh, coaching, it's going to be man. huge, and a lot of uh, Vinny's, uh, you know, friends and family lived in Vegas. He lived in Vegas for years and years. He, you know, he had several uh, gentlemen's clubs. is what we'll call them.
2: There's going to be so many huge musicians there just, like, rocking out. And I I assume it's just going to be one of those things, kind of like Dime Bash, where there are so many metal musicians in that room and rock musicians going and, like, collaborating on some Pantera, some Hell Yeah jams, probably playing some Kiss for them and playing some old-school rock. So they're keeping it a little hush-hush in terms of, like, who's going to be there. But if you can get out there, uh, or if you're in the area that weekend.
1: You're gonna see some uh, <clears throat> like once in a lifetime
2: and collaboration. If, if you're listening to this and you're in Seattle, I say, man, seriously, Vegas tickets are not that expensive, especially a, this time of the year. Cup, right? A couple hundred bucks, you could get down there, get a room with the flights. gold nugget for like eighty bucks for yeah, like three days. The Hotel, hotels in Vegas historically known as being very cheap.
1: <laughs> Amen. Because there's just so many goddamn they gotta many of get them.
2: people in there to spend money. Right.
1: <clears throat> so rest in peace, Vinny Paul. So that's going down in May. So you got a little time to figure that out too.
2: Absolutely. Ringworm, what's up? Ringworm, man, they're back, uh, dude. These guys are like uh, back at it and like a constant. They're they're like in in production mode. They're constantly touring. They're in the they're cycle mode. It. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's awesome to see new life brought to them. Kind of like since they signed to Relapse Records, we got to see them last year with Hatebreed. And uh, that was awesome. That was a good lineup for them to get on. Hell yeah, man. For sure. So they're putting out a new record, right? Yeah, uh, this one. Is, well, do you want to play it like, I don't know? Yeah, let's play like 30 right, seconds. Let's play like 30 seconds. It's called know. Death Becomes My Voice from their record, uh, Death Becomes My Voice. Yes. <laughs> title track. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yo, I'm just going to skip halfway in. Let's <laughs> the do intro it. part. All right. Skipping
1: halfway in. Sorry for the abruptness. New Ringworm coming out May 3rd on Relapse. Death Becomes My Voice. One of my favorites. I
2: think. Gotta love some Ringworm, man. I don't know, man. I w- Sometimes I'll, I'll bring a, my Ringworm t-shirt, I'll wear it to work, and people are like, Ugh, that's gross, dude. Ringworm? you like, yeah, don't touch me. And one of my coworkers thought was like, Ringwort? And I was like, no, <laughs> Ringworm. She, she, so she calls me Ringwort. Hey, ring, hey, yo,
3: Ringwort. Wor- can, can that just be your new nickname in general? Ringwort? Ringwarts. All right. All right. Yo,
1: this Singapore story with Watain, I want to just at least address it. Do you guys really want to dig deep into this? Not really. Yeah. I mean, Singapore uh, authorities canceled the Watain show. Bummer. Another Watain show got canceled. Megadeth. You can probably guess why.
2: Megadeth are teaming up with Heavy Metal Magazine. You guys remember Heavy Metal Magazine? Oh, yeah. So, honestly, I got to say, Heavy Metal Magazine, one of the first, like, naked some first I ever really seen. I was a little, little kid and my dad had tons, tons of heavy metal magazines. Yeah. And it, i mean, within the like really cool stories in there, there's some pretty hardcore porn in there. And uh and I got to see and a lot I'm of I'm sure it. you knew exactly where they were. Oh yeah. Which
1: page it was. Yes. Page yes. sixty nine, four twenty.
2: Megadeth are teaming up with Heavy Metal Magazine to release a three hundred and fifty page graphic novel called Death by Design. Uh yeah. So it's not called Death by Design, D-E-T-H, but uh, Death oh. by Design. Anyways, it's uh, going to be pretty cool. It looks pretty badass. And, uh, I mean, Heavy Metal Magazine is is epic and old school. So uh, there's a uh, whole lot of stories going in there, a lot of big names in the uh, comic book world. So 250 pages, though. Dude, that's 350 a, pages. Well, 350. Jesus. Don't sell them
0: short. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
2: God knows they wouldn't. Dave uh, will find you and kill you.
1: Yeah, well, he can write me another apology email. Lamb of God's Randy <laughs> Blythe. Uh, another uh, member of heavy metal, like, uh, I don't know, the, the, the circle of royalty at this point, like, uh, of bands that are still making it happen. Uh, we've all seen, maybe not, have you ever actually seen a Westboro Baptist Church? I've never actually in Washington? seen them, but... Right, but I mean, we always got the We're people uh, outside like a a, a a sports game or like a big concert. And they're standing there with the signs and with the m- megaphones and all that. Uh, Randy Bly is in, obviously from Richmond, Virginia, and they're going to be organizing a kazoo and, a counter protest. Nice. So attention people, this is his message. Attention people of Richmond calling off freaks, weirdos, misfits, and regular people of good conscience. Uh, this Monday, March 11th, and a couple of days from now. The buffoons of the Westboro Baptist Church are coming to our fair city of Richmond. We're going to be at our state capitol spreading their bizarre brand of hate and mongering. So they're going to stand there, and I'm not sure how many people will be there, with an army of kazoo players. Uh, as the dude who sings in like a very popular and heavy metal band, I wonder what he was thinking. He just had a light bulb go off when it was like, you know what? Kazoos. They're cheap. <laughs> this is awesome. Everyone can buy one.
2: He says, "In the na- they have left me no choice. In the name of all that is good and just in the world. In the name of punk rock and heavy metal. In the name of hashtag Mr. Rogers and hashtag Mr. Spock. In the name of my beloved hashtag Dave Brocky, hey, RIP. Man. I command you to join me for a counterparty. Not a counter protest because uh-huh. that would entail arguing with these idiots, which is useless. But a counterparty party. Part- okay. Counter I party. bringing 100 kazoos. We will have a hashtag kazoo, hashtag champagne jam. We will play the Benny and H- Sanford and Sons theme song. We will drown them out with cheap, buzzing plastic noisemakers. I will also be bringing a brand new $100 bill as a cash prize for best costume worn to the
3: hashtag counterparty. Dude, Damn. this is awesome.
2: A,
1: you know I, I, what? That's the future right there. Get, right? the power
3: to, of the internet. Listen to this last little bit. So on Monday, March 11th, 2019 at 9 a.m., Virginia State Capitol. Put on your corpse paint, your rainbow wig, your inflatable sumo wrestler costume, fly your freak flag high. I want to see somebody wear that exact ensemble because that sounds awesome. There's a $100 bill waiting
1: for you right there in Randy's pocket. Well, all right. Well, moving on. In the name of science, uh, (laughs) this is, I I like uh, how nerdy and like, uh, some of these metalheads are, and I think it goes the other way around, too. A lot of scientists uh, are just of, of of a different kind of ilk, man. So there have been a lot of, like, bugs, uh, mammals, like, newly found creatures named after... There was one named after Lemmy. There was one named after, after Bowie. And, and Between like, the Barrett and Me. Right, dude. And so it goes on and on. A lot of these scientists are nerdy cats.
2: Newly discovered species of beetle named after Nightwish singer Flor- Jensen. Yes. It is uh, dubbing it Temestis sternus a All right. That is awesome, scientist Andreas Weigel. So, so you know you made it. shout out to Andreas Weigel. That is really cool and super nerdy. Not as not only is Nightwish super nerdy, but now there's a super nerdy scientific beetle named after this very nerdy. The sub sub nerdiness. It's it's good times. Uh, one of my favorite bands, Deftones. They've been working on writing new material for several months, and Chino is guaranteeing that the new album is going to sound a little bit like White Pony, which is awesome. That's definitely like a, their landmark record. I'd say, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. That's all I got to say. There's no new music. There's yeah, no new And there's previews, no information on when. But it's going to be f***ing awesome, damn it. But at least you know they're working on it. It's their follow-up to the record Gore, which came out in 2016. Uh, a lot of people didn't like that record, but a lot of people f***ing suck. Because <laughs> it was the
1: Speaking of which. F8. All right, are we moving up to this article that we were, like, talking about? Do we talk about this this week? And I know this strikes
2: real true. To one bearded individual sitting right in front of me. Ryan. Right, I'm going to sit back and eat my burrito. So you're a student. You were a student at the Art Institute of Seattle a few
3: yeah. years back. Um, I don't have many good things to say about the establishment. Hey, here's the thing. And That's uh, what we were talking I, about. Like, I, I will, they're not
1: going to be around, so you can just speak I, your mind. The
3: uh, The Art Institute of Seattle will be closing its doors forever. It did close. Forever. Well, yesterday. Did close. Oh, yesterday? yesterday? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, – it's – it's a thing that's happening. Um, I can say that there were many very wonderful and incredibly talented teachers in the audio department that very much helped shape the way that I view audio as an art form and the way that I function within the industry. I can, not, I can honestly say that I would not be sitting here in this room with you fine gentlemen if it weren't for uh, certain teachers at the Art yeah, Institute yeah, that encouraged enough. me to pursue the things that I wanted to. Um I think that uh, it's a statement to just how good the audio department is that many of my classmates that are now working in the industry in some form or another dropped out of the Art Institute because they got hired out of their internships. And so, um, you know, it's a it. I, I really I really don't know what to say. Well, here, I, here. I, it's it's the institution itself. Uh, I I have a lot of gripes with. I'm I'm not a fan of. I, I think that. They kind of screwed over a lot of their students, and I think that right. they, well, they made a lot of bad moves. But well, hey, but let's
1: hit the, just the, the factual points of this.
3: After 73 years in operation, they closed their doors
2: on Friday pretty much with no—they uh, they, they said on Monday that it's going to happen. 650 well, students will now have to find another school to finish up their degree with a, a degree that might not even be transferable.
1: And uh, they said that they're going to be done for good, like end end Nobody can even come in March 22nd. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be hosting a job fair twice before that, too, inside the school. And so it's just really, really sad and like uh, kind of a bait and switch. I wouldn't be surprised if this institute didn't get, I guess we shouldn't really talk about that too much, but uh, some kind of action. Pursued towards them.
2: I saw one uh, quote in The Stranger. The student said, I couldn't, I can't necessarily, uh, I can't necessarily blame the school for me being in the emergency room right now, but I guess I just handle stress different than other people. Yeah. That's so, they, just, so that's the bleak reality of it of 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 people that are from all over the world that came to this city to to go to this art school that had a good a quote-unquote good reputation for what it's worth. I mean, had a big name. There's art institutes all over the United yeah, States. People come
1: from all over the world. So they be- come
2: to this school and they try to get this degree and all of a sudden, hey, all this money, all these uh this money that you you sh- sh- you forked over to us to uh, get this degree, to get this, uh, you know, job that you've always wanted. Well, well, uh, we're just closing, and uh, right. it's it's scary, man. So it's here's the, here's the such a sad. It's scary for the these final kids.
1: factoid I want to drop before we just move on. Before it just gets you know too slogged down. Uh, this is from the Stranger, the Stranger mm-hmm. Slog. Uh, Without a buyer, the school basically ran out of money. On February 27th, the U.S. Department of Education cut off Title IX funding, which is student aid funding. Yeah, and we all saw how that played out in the federal <sighs> government there. Um, To the uh, owner company, Argosy University, Uh, they're owned by Dream Center Foundation, the same company that owns uh, Art Institute of Seattle. Although the agency didn't close off direct funding to the AI, Detore, which is one of the people that they were talking about earlier in the article, was still left without the ability to pay expenses for the school, according to the representative. So uh, they said that they were looking for buyers. They went through nine different buyers. Nobody even wanted to touch it.
2: And they like pretty much downsized all the teachers to three. There were three professors.
1: Yeah, so in the that's last it. few months. So sorry to anybody who's uh, currently going there. You know, hopefully you can guys get this figure get it figured out. Might work out in your benefit at the end, but you can't bleed a stone. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, just just real whack because a lot of our friends and, and people that we work with spend a lot of time and effort. Uh, in that institution. So uh, wag of the finger to y'all.
3: You know what? I'm just going to throw this out there right now. If you are a student at AI and are dealing with this right now and are looking for gainful employment in the industry, please feel free to reach out to me at ryan at ryan shooty at entercom.com. I will be more than happy to uh, take a look at what you've got and send you recommendations to uh, a couple of gainful employers that might be happy to have you on board. There you go.
1: And that was always one of my favorite parts about the AI students—that they got connections.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we should probably skip through a few of these. Yeah. Um, let's They're... let's do the Nile Terrorizer tour announcement.
2: Absolutely, at man. Least. This is a this is a ways out, but it's gonna be a pretty killer show. Yeah, man. it's next November. You got some like, time. You got some time like to ask, ask for the day off. Away, so yeah, for real.
1: Uh, I think it's Thursday, November twenty-first, Seattle at El Corazon. Nile and Terrorizer, classic UK grind band. Um, uh, Support has yet to be announced because it's eight and a half months away from now. What are you going
2: to be doing in eight and a half months, Ryan? Can we get Pound on there? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm actually stoked to see Terrorizer. Their new record is a a riffer, man. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: Uh, Let's do one more of these tour announcements while we're just on it. Do uh, do 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 do. I don't have it on here, but it's on the metal shop page. Enforcer coming back with Warbringer. Yeah, so that's gonna be a cool one for sure. Let me grab this here real quick so I get the date uh, down correctly. I saw the the um, the event pop up today on El Corazon's uh, Facebook page, so that's gonna be going on at El Corazon. But yeah, that's not coming up until September. Let me get my eyes checked. 12th, which is also a Thursday. So look forward to that in the fall. And this is when all of the, the young cats, especially, and or just us broke-ass jabronis. A lot of us. Start setting aside a couple of bucks for some of these shows that we know we want to go to. So,
2: Something I wanted to uh, to mention, uh, there was some uh, show announcements. Uh, we're officially on board with the Northwest Terror Fest. Yeah. 2019 yeah. Northwest Terror Fest. It's sponsored by Artful Dodger Tattoo and Comics, Paps Blue Ribbon, The Reef Cannabis, Sizzle Pie T- Coffee. I'm sorry, Sizzle Pie Pizza, Sonic Boom Records, and... Metal Shop on 99.9 KISW, which is really cool. And thank you very much, Ryan the Beard, for doing a lot of that work behind the scenes on getting us some tickets. So in
3: April, we're going to be giving away tickets, I think, every week. We are going to be making it rain tickets to this show.
2: It's going to be awesome. Uh,
3: I'm working on setting up a lot of interviews with some of these very, very cool kick-ass bands with some very cool kick-ass people. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And on top of that, we're uh, looking forward to collaborating with the festival to do some more really fun things that will hopefully... Bring some interesting stuff to all the listeners, so. and in,
1: in the three, the three headliners. The issue, you know, advertising the post: Sirith Ungle, Pig Destroyer. Wolf Brigade.
2: Wolf Brigade, first U.S. show ever. Damn. So this is going to be huge. May we'll 30th through the June 1st at Numo's Highline and Barboza. Uh, tickets are available. You can go to uh, Northwest Terror Fest's Facebook. You can uh, hear about it on Metal Shop. And I'm gonna read, Oh, and you will be. And I'm going to read the rest of the band names. Is that cool? Yeah, just mm-hmm. rattle them off, right. Acid Witch, Bong Ripper, Bongzilla, Dirtecta, Despise You, Indian, Don Raid, Dorothea, Cottrell, Corada, Inter Arma, Spirit Adrift, Vastum, Cloud Rat, Demon Lung, Gadget, Spirit Adrift, I'm sorry, (laughs) Gadget, Ken (laughs) Mode, Wafer, Pathology, Castle, Closet Witch, Dreaming Dead, Eight Bells, Sutek Hexen, Fentifex, uh, Dead to a Dying (laughs) World, Immortal Bird, Vauna, Adora, Pound, Oxygen Destroyer, Shrine of the Serpent, Zoth, and Year of the Cobra. And if you're like me, honestly... I'm one of the hosts of Metal Shop. I haven't heard all these bands. But that's the cool thing about Northwest Terror Fest. Exactly. You go and you go see, like, man, I'm stoked to see Pig Shore I wonder what other bands they're going to put on here. And they always do this really cool thing where they'll add, like, a kind of acoustic, like, folk, uh, you know, gothic folk doom kind of group with, like, a black metal project with, like, a grind band. And it, it's just it's, a, it's an amazing uh per-
1: yeah, we were talking about behind the scenes a little bit too and they were talking about trying to diversify the lineups a little bit. Totally. I mean so they it's got not just the same, you know.
2: Everything from brutal death metal like
3: pathology to
1: straight stoner jams to
3: to grindcore, black to,
2: metal. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Well, and that's part of the beauty of going to go see fests like this. You know, you go for the stuff that you're into and you end up walking away with it with a whole list well, of else. five or six other bands yeah. that you've never checked out before. And how pumped are you to see gadget, Ryan? Way pumped. Super Gadget's stoked. from Japan,
1: right? What? Gadget from Japan? No, Gadget? No. Is not from Gadget Japan. Gadget is I from. I think, uh, oh, Jesus. I just put my foot in my mouth. I, I want to say Sweden. Give me uh, a second. Okay. Give I me... thought there was another, like, a hardcore band, like a classic hard- hardcore or punk band from Japan.
2: Gizm? Yep. Sweden. Yeah. Gadget, okay, Sweden. Okay, okay, okay. All right. But which... See, that's what I'm talking about.
1: Do you... Now I get to find out.
3: So, Pound, are you guys going to be playing a. After show, or we are playing the after party on the first night at the Highline. That's awesome.
1: You're playing with Bongzilla, aren't you? Yeah, wow, (laughs) that's awesome. Riffs for
3: days. That's uh, a
1: (laughs) oh, that's a time for some narcotics.
3: (laughs) Yeah, uh we we or haven't I mean we. we haven't officially announced it yet but I, I might as well let the cat out of the bag we've got lindsay from coma cluster void joining us for a special cover at that show so i'm really really excited to wow. team up with the homies she's a
2: badass lindsay o'connor mm-hmm. yeah she's awesome follow her on facebook she's always posting really cool youtube like covers she does and stuff so um, are, are there th- any
1: other stories on here we want to hit cuz yeah, like d- the songs that we can we can play on metal
2: shop and exactly. you can check
1: those out on your own but the stories i mean a couple Stories things.
2: I wanted to mention that there are a couple records that just came out this week that you should definitely check out. Uh, Children of Bodom put out their new record, Hexed, and uh, it's actually really solid. I like it a lot. If you're a fan of uh, Children of Bodom, it's classic Whoa. stuff. You know me and Ryan are skeptics. Uh, then you're going to dig this. I okay, like it. good. And uh, it's called Hexed. And uh, also, Misery Index put out a ripper of a record, uh, and it's actually their, uh, their album, Rituals of Power. And uh, it's 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 good stuff, man. I've been uh, checking that out. The new Flesh Got Apocalypse song that is new song is good, an amazing, super good. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, what have you guys been listening to before we get out of here?
1: I mean, Dio. honestly, these last few weeks, just a lot of Dio.
2: <laughs> Dio, man, All which right. is
1: shocking. The one one of the things that I was really excited about was to hear a new song from Onslaught, and that Onslaught's one of those like third or fourth tier uh, thrash bands. that's... <laughs> I mean, let's just be Lower honest. Lower level? Let's just be honest. <clears throat> They've been around forever. Yeah. But I really think they're stepping it up. So check that out on Metal Shop this week, the new onslaught so- song. Actually, because we listen to a lot of music, man. Yeah. And so this one actually blew me away. Check out a Perfect Day to Die at, at some point. It- it's super, super good. Uh, you know what I was also um, stoked about to see? Uh, did you guys go to the Marvel Mopop uh, exhibition no. down there? Nope. Oh, dude, it's about to close. If you haven't seen the Marvel Studios uh, you know, exhibition at Mopop, you might already be over. Oh, no, no, no. At, yeah, yeah, At, at Mopop. Mopop. Yeah, yeah no, I went to that. Mopop. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see Spider-Man number one. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I, I got a little weepy a couple of times. But the next thing that they're going to replace it with is an entire uh, museum walkthrough, a Prince exhibition. Wow. Ooh. So that's going to be really cool, too. So I just wanted to toss that out there in case you guys hadn't heard that. we got to respect... Uh, the northwest institutions that are trying to keep these music have you seen the chris cornell statue out of uh, out of have, yeah it's really really cool man if you haven't gotten a chance yet get out there like we live in the northwest man these are some of the legends and we were just talking about keith flint passing and i don't know f- luke perry died of a stroke this week it's like, just so random and it like, is
2: it is random but i got to mention that luke perry so young. his son is uh is an up coming pro wrestler named jungle boy uh-huh. and luke perry was a huge wrestling fan, uh, and he actually was one of the directors that did the Ric Flair Thirty for Thirty. Oh, uh, and wow. so he was a huge wrestling fan, and his son, uh, his son Jungle Boy, is an up and coming wrestler who just signed to Chris Jericho, uh, Cody Rhodes, and Young Bucks Company, All Elite Wrestling. So, cool. It's it's uh, it's sad, uh, but you know, at the same time, we <clears> get to <throat> see him uh, live on and and, and live his uh, dad's dream. Yeah, that so. is
1: cool to see. I'm just saying, all these guys were in their fifties, man. Respe- that's so you know, young. Like, it's, it's crazy. So, like, respect your favorite artist. Get out there, see a show. Go to the museum. Go out. Get out. Get out of the house. Go do some stuff. See some of these
3: guys. You know, get. I got to say, I've been a little bit burnt out on metal lately. Really? Just kind of. And that's okay. Know, just, that's just okay too. Here in a way, I've been, that's I've been okay. digging back into some funk, and lately, I've gotten balls deep into Diesel Boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just drum and bass all day. Balls See, deep, huh? See, Diesel yeah, Boy is a band deep.
2: that's interesting to me because there was a pop punk band called Diesel Boy. Yeah. And then there, was, what a, I was, there was an electronic group first. called uh DJ no, named I'm, Diesel Boy. I'm talking so. about the
3: electronic group. I can't picture you
2: f-ing with the pop punk band. No,
3: yeah. no. I'm I'm very picky about my pop punk. I like Rufio. Rufio's what? Gr- I love Rufio. out of nowhere with the Rufio <laughs> hey, reference. Rufio. Yeah. We talked Brian and I got that Rufio <laughs> connection. Yeah, See, that's the thing, hey, The. F- I like Strung Out, I like Rufio, you know. Technical there, there's, stuff. There's there's a few.
1: And that's the thing. I whether, like the ones
3: with riffs. Whether it's metal or not, there hey, there is no such
1: thing as a guilty pleasure. All there is is some douchebag asshole who wants to make you fucking feel bad for liking something. And I don't appreciate that. So anytime you got to take a break from metal, that's cool, man. Go listen to something else. Go listen to some goddamn Enya. I don't care. Just come back <laughs> at some point. And I know you will with the pound, obviously. Just don't be one of those guys who, like, 45 years old, 55 years old, 75 years old, are like, hey, what are you even listening to? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm tired of music, man. Easy Never sucks. again.
2: So, I think now it's time for some brutal poetry. Oh, you got something, my friend? Up? Oh, I have something. Okay. So, let's go.
1: Well, brutal poetry too hot for radio. I didn't know Kevin had this ready, but. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Too Hot for Radio, where we just really, broadly expose you to the heinous bumps and warts. You ready to hit F8? (laughs) Jesus. You
2: ready to hit some F8, baby? All right, Kevin, take us away. Brutal Poetry. What do you got? I don't even know what you got this week. Pungent Stench from their album, Ben Caught Buttering. (laughs) Classic (laughs) album. Happy Rebirth Day. All right, Kevin. Brutal Poetry, Too Hot for Radio. Take it away. I can feel the abhorrence people show for me because I am an exporter, expectorating blasphemy. And I know that my look offends their staring eyes. So I run because they will treat me otherwise. Digging in the fucking trash can for my food all day. I don't give a fuck what all those people say. My parents, they've rejected me like a rat. That's the reason, therefore, I hate my fucking mom and dad. Night has come. Time is right for my disgusting plan. Climb to a window of my parents' sleeping room. With a chain I can find their bodies to the bed. <laughs> I am sure this is the funniest night I've ever had. For my dad, I have an unbelievably horny surprise. I just stab mother's nail file into daddy's eyes.
0: <laughs> right, Draw
2: everybody. it out. Tear his eyeballs out of their smashed holes. Digging with my fingers in his fester squiring sores. Screaming he is lying in a pool of fucking blood. But I'm only laughing when I start to cut. Well readable letters in his sweating skin. Repudiating the own son is a sin. A dream came true. Too long I had to wait for my revenge. Out of fear he sh**ts into his pants. Hell what a stench. It is time, telling Daddy now the last goodbye. Then I ram the file into his heart because he must f***ing die. Watch my mom. All I see is an infected slut. With my boots, I f***ing kick her mother f-ing butt. Slowly, I dissect her torso with my fingernails. Gluttonous. I start to eat her flesh and her entrails. My head is in her f***ing abdominal cavity. I'm on my way to mother's, and suddenly I reach the hole, and my mother's uterus is torn.
1: Jesus.
2: That I hastily...
1: Keep going.
2: That I hastily grasp for breath, and I'm reborn out of her uterus again. <laughs> Troublesome, my body's creeping through the bleeding gash. Inside, my skin is covered worth organic <laughs> mash. What a treat. Life goes on for me. Now I'm free. Killing is the only pleasure for a freak like me. Happy rebirthday, I'm born again.
1: <laughs> Give him some snaps, man. Jesus That's some
3: Christ. sick sh-
1: <laughs> You're sick, bro. You need help. snatch, <laughs> oh, snitch. What's the what's the album called again? Uh, <laughs> ben so, Cot Butter. Ben Buttering. Buttering. So Definitely check it out. Hey, not 2019 approved. <laughs> it. No, it is not. Alright, hey, it's been Metal Shop, uh, Metal Shop's Backstage. You Pass. canceled,
2: Ian! You Ep- canceled!
1: <laughs> you don't you don't got all the answers, Swain. You canceled Ian! You don't got all the answers!
2: Hashtag cancel Ian.
1: This is episode 128. We'll see you, motherfuckers,
0: on the flip side. Peace. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. <sighs>